Welcome to episode one of Pouring My Heart Out. Pouring My Pouring Heart my Out. Pouring My Heart Out. Pouring My Heart Out. Humorous podcast about art, words, writing, and the magic and mystery of creativity and the imagination. This is episode one, Cranium Full of Crack Squirrels. My name is Arthur, and together we are going to pass through that veil of magic and part the bushes of those mysteries, through the jungle of the imagination until we find the cavern of wonder and thrust ourselves boldly inside till we reach the grotto of insight where we can all go skinny dipping in the lagoon of creative juices. Okay, that sounds wrong, sexy, but wrong. We are going to explore the inner reaches of the human mind to try to figure out what creativity is and how it works. That sounds ominously pompous, but it is more or less what I'm shooting for. We are going to talk about heavy stuff in order to reach enlightenment, which sounds like a contradiction in terms, but really isn't. This is a podcast about art, but not in the way that you might be thinking, and in many ways that you could not possibly be thinking. Perhaps I should start at the beginning, and this seems to be the place for that, being as it is the very first episode. We are going to talk about art, all kinds of art. But honestly, do you think that listening to me talk about famous paintings and statues sounds like fun? Not that I won't be doing any of that, but it will not be the primary aim or focus of this podcast. Am I going to talk about writing, the art of turning words into art? Yes. Yes, I am. But once again, not only that. To get to the heart of the matter, the heart of the art, as it were, let me once again introduce myself. My name is Arthur. Some people shorten that to simply art, as if art could ever be simple. In short, which is funny because I am six feet four inches tall, the art we are going to be talking about the most is me, myself, art. Now, I know that this must come as something of a shock and indeed a horrible disappointment to you, seeing as you just wasted, what, two minutes of your life listening to this drivel? But double down, stick around for a while and see if I can convince you to stay. My older daughter, who actually works in media marketing, warned me in no uncertain terms that nobody wants to listen to a podcast about me because no one person is interesting enough to base an entire podcast on. She went to some pains, in fact, to point out that I, in particular, am not that interesting. That hurts, but I accept it. So I told her that I would expand my original idea of the podcast, at which time she pointed out that podcasts, which are too widely focused, also have trouble attracting people. So... Big, but not too big. Small, but not too small. Not too many topics, but not too few. Somewhere between the mountain range in the distance and the small meadow flower at your feet is the perfect focal point, the ideal photograph. I was tempted to point out that some people like pictures of mountains and close-ups of flowers. But I get what she was saying. I, like so many of you, am a huge fan of the podcast My Dad Wrote a Porno. If you haven't heard of it, check it out. Unfortunately, my dad never wrote any sexy literature, good or bad. I can't help but feel that he let me down by not leaving a collection of horribly written and medically unlikely adult romance smut as my legacy, but there you have it. I haven't written any for my kids either, yet. I love listening to history podcasts and audiobooks and comedy, but there seems to be an awful lot of that stuff out there already, so I'm going to try something new. So what are my qualifications, you might well be asking yourselves. I am not an art history professor. I have traveled extensively and been to art museums in many countries, but this doesn't seem to give me much in the way of expertise. 
I am not an expert in any one type of art. In point of fact, I have made very little money off my artistic endeavors over the years. And yet, by a pure freak chance of nature, I am uniquely qualified to do this podcast. And here's why. They say that people are either inclined towards the art or logic side of the brain. I took a study skills class when I went back to take some college courses a few years ago. I thought that this would prove helpful since I dropped out of high school in 1977. One of the things we did in this class was fill out a 200-page questionnaire that asked questions like, Do you learn better listening to a live speaker or by reading the material? And, When cleaning a room, do you start in the middle or at one edge or just start picking things up? There were also many questions that were not so obviously oriented and much more random. Then, this survey, done by psychology majors, broke your life down into three sections involving work, play, and life in general. There was a sliding bar graph for each section that would place you on the logic or art side of this scale, with 10 points allotted to either side. Now, most people fall close to the middle on all three of the graph lines. People that are considered art side or logic side oriented would place with perhaps a 2 or a 3 and a 4 or a 5 on the appropriate side. Rarely you might get a 7 or 8. As far as I have been able to determine, I am the only person in the history of this test to get two 10s and a 9 on the art side. I am not just art side of the brain inclined, I am perversely incapable of accessing the logic side of the brain. All my life has been a struggle to come up with artistic solutions to logic problems. I do not do anything like normal people do. I am a freak of nature. But this does explain why I do not have my multiplication tables memorized or my own cell phone number. Oh well, nature gives with one hand and takes away with the other. I am an artist. Not that I make any money off my art because that would require access to the logic side of the brain, I guess. I have been writing and drawing since I was a kid. Every project I begin opens up new adventures of art which I feel compelled to explore so I do not always finish my projects. So to make a long story not much longer, I paint, draw, make tikis, do Photoshop, write poetry, fiction, nonfiction, play the guitar, and write songs, make military models, and so on and so on. Is it fun to be me? No. Is it fun to watch me being me? Sometimes. That last part was cut and pasted from the very first post I ever did on my blog. I no longer use that whole long description to explain the strange workings of my brain. I now just say that I have crack squirrels living inside my head, and if I don't keep them busy, they chew on the wiring. Don't worry, we will get to... Hi, everybody. I'm a crack squirrel, and I live inside Arthur's head. I'm completely nuts. Hey, 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 wait, wait, what? No, no, no. What are you doing? You you can't interact directly with other people. How are you even doing this, anyway? Hi, Art. This is Jimmy. I know you can't tell us crack squirrels apart. Uh, yeah, true enough, but... We want to say hi to the people. Hey, hey, you, you guys are just there to help drive the creative process with your crazy ideas. Oh, we got some good ideas. We got some real good ideas. I feel like I should point out at this time that crack squirrels are an actual problem. 
Uh, it's because crack dealers like to hang out in parks where there's people hanging out so they don't look suspicious and they hide their little bags of crack inside, you know, bushes and like holes in trees so that it's not on them if the cops uh, pat them down. And, you know, squirrels are always hungry and they're curious and they see something that looks like a snack in a little plastic bag and they start chewing on it. So you end up with crack squirrels running around in parks all over the place. Hey now, I've never even seen a tree. I've lived inside your head my whole life. Dang it, don't you stereotype me. Oh, um, well, I feel horrible now. I'm really, really sorry. I apologize, Jimmy. I did not mean to be culturally uh, insensitive. Um, not really sure how you guys ended up living inside my head or how you guys keep getting your paws on more crack, but Hey, you gotta sleep sometimes. We hardly ever do, and never all at the same time. Okay, bye nice people. Bye, Arthur. Wow, that was weird. Um, is it just me, or does it seem like Jimmy's a little wound up and kinda... You know what? I was born inside your head, and I'm gonna die inside your head. Don't you judge me. Now I'm gonna go pee on your short-term memory. Ha! Alrighty then. Okay, where was I? Don't worry, we will get to the blog soon enough, because I am going to try to make this podcast and my blog become two parts of one thing. That way, if we are talking about something, you can pop over and see photos of what we are talking about. Or maybe I will start a new blog tied to the podcast. I suppose I also need a Facebook page and somewhere where you can contact me. I have to figure all that out, which brings me to one of the problems with being all art side of the brain. I am not good at real-life stuff. I am a computer moron, and I am slightly technophobic. So, I am going to have to figure out all of this as we go, hopefully with some tech support from my two daughters and my son-in-law. Maybe it will be fun watching me struggle through this, or maybe some of you will take pity on me and help me out. This is all part of my one-sided brain issue. I don't do things like normal people. Even when it comes to art, I never learn how to do things. I figure it out myself. I am perversely proud of this fact. When I started carving tikis, I didn't find out what the proper tools were or the best wood to use. I just found some stuff in the garage and scrounged firewood logs from friends and relatives. Some of the wood was too hard to work with. Some of it had bugs in it, but I did make some cool stuff. I never learned to read or write music, but I have written dozens of original songs. I tell myself that my art might not be great, but it is unique. I tell myself a lot of stupid things like that. Back in the day when people would ask me if I ever made money off my art, I would pompously reply that birds don't sing because people like to listen to them. This is hardly a motto that leads to a successful life in the arts. My life is art and art is my life. Songs and stories pop into my head while I'm doing chores or showering or driving. I've managed to self-publish eight books so far. We will get to that soon enough as well. I have also taken blacksmithing classes, glassblowing classes, and made an attempt at ceramics. More books are on the way. I guess I just figured that I should throw a podcast in on top of everything else because, hey, I haven't tried that yet. More turning words into art and art into words. What will you get from this podcast besides a few chuckles? Oh, it can be enjoyed in so many ways on so many levels. You can use my voice to lull yourself to sleep. 
You can play it in your car to get rid of unwanted carpool passengers. You can learn from my mistakes so as not to end up even remotely like me. You might even learn something from the few times that I got something right. I will strive to make this entertaining, and I hope that I win you over to support me as I fumble through this as I do through so many aspects of life. And what exactly, the more cynical among you should be asking yourselves, do I, the instigator of this podcast, hope to gain from all this? As I speak to you from my lair deep within the hollowed-out volcano on this small tropical island, I will admit that I have but one goal in life. I intend nothing short of world domination. I will conquer this planet with the use of humor, a certain charm, and perseverance. I don't want money or power. I just want every single person on this world to have heard of me and seen some artistic thing that I have done. You can call it a quest for fame, but it really isn't. I don't need to be a buzzword or a household name. I don't need to go viral. It is deeper than that and more shallow as well. I want to connect with people. I want to be a part of the vast swirling multitude that is life. Yes, I want people to read my books, but the main goal for me is to add one more artistic outlet to my weird repertoire and become a podcaster, which sounds almost as cool as being a spellcaster. I am casting my pods out into the howling winds and troubled waters. Let them take root where they may. So stick around for however long you please. Pop in now and then. Tell a friend. As I said, I will try to link this to some visual platform where we can expand the idea beyond mere words. I will tie in this podcast with some way to share pictures and a way that I can be contacted. I want this to be an interactive thing. I want feedback. I want suggestions. Maybe I will play some live songs on some episodes or at least figure out how to add my own music. I might read some chapters of my books. I'm going to figure it out as we go, and I want you to be part of that. There you go. This is a podcast about art, but not just art and not just one kind of art. It is a podcast about a guy named Art. It is also a podcast about words, where I use words to explain how I turn words and other things into art, all while trying to be at least marginally funny. Simple, right? I hope to see you again. I mean, I can't actually see you, but you know what I mean. Oh, and I apologize about the music. I won't bore you with the long story of all the things that went wrong while I tried to get some original music in here. That is what happens when you have GarageBand on your phone crack squirrels in your head and a half hour to kill during lunch at work. It will get better, I hope. Thank you. This is the musical version of what it's like to have crack squirrels inside your head.